Welcome to the WP Tonic WordPress and SaaS podcast. Jonathan Denwood and his co-host Stephen Souder interview the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning and online marketing to help WordPress professionals launch their own SaaS. Take it away, guys. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic show. Um, this week in WordPress and SaaS, we've got a fantastic guest. I know I do say that reasonably off often but this this is a fantastic guest folks we got laura roder the joint founder or founder of meet elga and also a new great company a new enterprise paper bell so and also i've got stephen stephen has returned from his holiday in mexico he's rejuvenated ready to ask laura some fantastic questions Laura really is a fantastic female entrepreneur with a ton of knowledge. Laura, do you want to quickly introduce yourself to the WP Tonic Tribe? Yeah, so I'm the founder of Meet Edgar. We're a social media scheduling and automation tool, and I recently exited that business in October of 2021. Um, and I have another SaaS business that I'm focused on now, Paperbell. Paperbell.com is a tool for coaches, like life coaches, not sports coaches, uh, to run their scheduling and their payments and client admin and kind of run the whole back office of their business. That's great. And Stephen, want to reintroduce yourself to the tribe? Yeah, Stephen Sauer from Hustlefish.com. We help agencies build out their vision on the web. That's great. And before we go into this great interview, I've got a quick message from our major sponsor. Hi there, folks. I just wanted to tell you about our major sponsor, and that's Castos. If you're looking to get into podcasting for yourself or for clients, you need a top quality podcasting platform. And that's what you get with Castos. It has a superb interface really easy to use and you're not penalized for success they have a flat rate pricing structure don't matter how many podcasts you make how many downloads you achieve you are just pray at one fixed rate with castos plus there's support and just the quality of the people are just amazing we're coming back I just want to point out that um, Castos has got a great offer for the tribe, plus some other great offers and recommendations. And you can get all that by going to the WP Tonic slash recommendations, and you find that great special offer. And like I say, other recommendations on that page. So, Laura, um, what, you know, obviously... It was a fantastic ride with me, Elga, and I watched some of your previous interviews. I think you started that around when you were 22, which is amazing. No, uh, no. I started working for myself when I was 22, but yeah, oh, right. it was later. Yeah. Yeah, right. Sorry about that. Uh, um, but I did watch a number of your interviews. Uh, um, so what was some, you know, on this journey with me, Elga, what were some of the biggest um, things you learned? The biggest surprises on this journey can you just give us one or two that come yeah. straight into your mind you know yeah you know there's obviously uh, a lot to to choose from I mean 
something I think that surprises a lot of people. A question I get a lot is, wasn't it challenging being in such a crowded market? Because social media scheduling tools, uh, we weren't we weren't new when we launched. You know, the established players were already there. Uh, were sometimes already heavily funded when we launched, and over the years, there were just more and more every year, and there are still a lot. And I don't think I think that was a good thing in a lot of ways. A lot of people are scared to start a company in a really crowded market, but what made marketing kind of easy at Meet Edgar is that people were looking for a social media scheduling tool. You know, people knew they needed a tool like us. Basically, it's like, I need a social media scheduler. I'm going to kind of look up the ones that are available and I'm going to choose one. And especially as we got more and more established over the years, as long as you can be on those lists, there's just tons of lists on the internet, right? Like these are what people are clicking on when they're researching. What are the top 10 social media scheduling tools? Um, from the beginning and over the years, we were pretty much on all of those lists. And when you're in a crowded market, it can also be a very stable market because crowded market means that there's usually, I mean, usually means that there's a pretty steady demand for what you're offering. And that's definitely something that we found over the years is that the business was just kind of rock solid and stable because people always needed a social media scheduler. And as long as we didn't massively screw it up, you know, and offer people a good product, there's always going to be a percentage of people that are going to choose ours who are looking. How, how are you able to get on that list? Cause I think like, as like when you start a company, right. And you're thinking about marketing, how do you get people to know about it? Like getting on lists, like you're saying, this is an awesome thing to do, but how, how, how do you get your, how do you break through the market enough so that people yeah. when they're writing the lists or being out ahead of it, how'd, how'd that work out for you? So I would, so this is something that I've done with my new company, Paperbell, as well. You know, we're only about a year old, so it's something that I'm doing now. For whatever your niche is, go to that page one, that your top term in Google, and just literally go through every result. So with Paperbell, you know, one of our top terms is coaching software. So if you look at what's on page one in Google, um, Capterra's on page one, um, what's the other one called, like, software app or get software or something like that. It's a related site to Captera. They're on page one. So with those, it's like, okay, we can advertise and we can spend really not that much money and make sure that when someone clicks that link, they're going to see Paperbell above the fold. And then I've literally just gone through the other articles. Like some of them are articles from um, kind of adjacent products or communities. And I'll send them an email and introduce myself and get to know them. And once I form that relationship, I've said, Hey, I can, you know, you have this post about the top software tools. It would make sense to include Paperbell in this post. If you want our team to put some copy together that matches the style of your article, we can make it really easy for you to update the next time you update it. So you're going to have a different approach depending on what those results are. But I would literally just go through one by one and kind of brainstorm, okay, what's what's my best angle for getting on each of these SERPs or each of these lists that are showing up? That's fantastic. So um, they say... Um, Building a business, now I've not to your scale of success, Laura, but I have built up a couple previous businesses and sold them successfully. So um, based on my own experience, the only hard, harder thing than building up a business is selling it <laughs> um, um, as an emotional up and down ride. So 
what was the uh, process like of selling me Elgar? Was it a, a pretty emotional up and ride affair? Or what's your reflections on that after a little while? Yeah, uh, it was way easier than building the business. So I, I guess I, I just it. got lucky on that one. Um, I think building it was a lot harder than than selling it. But also by the time I sold Edgar, I had been out of the day to day for a few years. We had a team oh. running it. So maybe that's the reason it wasn't, I wasn't very closely emotionally attached at the time. Also, you know, as far as a business that's hard to sell, that certainly made it easier to sell, right? That I wasn't integral to the business it allowed me to sell it and not need any kind of period where i was involved after the sale so i actually published a really detailed blog post um, about how i sold my business so uh if you go to lauraroder.com my name you'll you'll see it on my medium blog there uh and basically i just cold emailed uh, a bunch of they're kind of called micro PE companies that buy SaaS companies. I cold emailed and told them I wanted to sell my business. And uh, I ended up selling to SureSwift, this type of company that that buys, they've bought, I think at this point, over 80 kind of smaller SaaS companies. They knew what they were doing. I mean, I would, you know, I have high praises for them. They made the process really smooth and and really easy. So for me, it was actually a great experience <laughs> selling, <coughs> excuse me, selling my business and, and not too emotional, luckily. All right. Why did you decide to sell it? Yeah. So I think what the main trigger point for me was Paperbell getting to that product market fit. So like I said, I'd been out of the business for a while. I knew that I wanted to start other businesses and when Paperbell hit that point where it's like, okay, this is, people are buying this, you know, this, it's working for people, it's going to work. Um, I just felt like it was time to, to move on from Edgar so I could focus my full attention on Paperbell. Do you feel like you were able to transfer a lot of learning from building Edgar to Paperbell? Or it's they're in very different markets and verticals. Do you feel like there was a lot of like learning from scratch? that you had to do? I have been able to transfer a lot. And actually there was another business uh, in between that failed that I couldn't transfer as much knowledge. And and I learned a lot from that. So uh, before Paperbell, there was another business that we launched that was um, in the dev, dev, spa- dev tool space, a okay. monitoring yeah. tool for software developers. Um, and in that experience, I, so that's not, I'm not a developer. It's not an audience that I can, you know, get on stages and, and speak about. And I kind of underestimated my own audience building skills where coaches are an audience that I'm familiar with. There's a good amount of coaches in kind of my existing following online in our customer base for Edgar. Edgar is obviously not focused on coaches, but it's focused on freelancers, solopreneurs, small businesses. So coaches and consultants are obviously a subset of that. So, you know, I've kind of realized what I know how to do really well is content marketing, self-serve. I have no idea how to do sales. I've never had a sales team for any of my businesses, but I can bring in volume via SEO and content marketing, set up a product that people, you know, buy on their own without having any kind of sales team interaction. So, when I was looking at Paperbell, I recognized that it was important for me to be able to use those skills 
I think we often take our own skills for granted and mm -hmm. we kind of don't realize the special sauce that we have because it seems very sort of obvious and easy to us. Um, so now I have kind of used and up-leveled a lot of those SEO content marketing skills that I used for Edgar. That's also the game plan for growing Paperbell. Awesome. That's cool. Uh, with Paperbell, how did you decide to get into helping coaches with software and stuff? It's, it's a very different company than me, mm -hmm. Edgar was. Um, like, why why did you choose to build build Paperbell? So it was actually a scratch your own itch thing. So in that kind of in between time, after I was out of the day to day of Edgar, I was doing some business coaching. And I was looking for a tool like Paperball. Honestly, I just assumed that it was already a thing because it, I was like, okay, I just need something where, you know, people can schedule, people can pay. I can do kind of some basic client management. And there are a lot of tools like that, but they're actually not focused on online businesses. Mm -hmm. So there's a ton in the like uh, salon booking space or like fitness studio booking space. There's a lot of tools, but they think that you're going somewhere in person or you're going to a class where there's just some nuances about coaching. You know, for example, it's very common for a coach to sell a package of six sessions and maybe you're going to do a three payment payment plan for those sessions. You'd like to sign up for a few of them in the beginning and then the other three, maybe you kind of add on over time. That kind of structure, there actually isn't and wasn't a way to use, for example, just a scheduling tool like Calendly. Like Calendly, mm -hmm. you can schedule one appointment and you can even put one payment link on that one appointment, but that's, but then if you're a coach, right, doing multiple yeah. payments, multiple, you have to keep doing all that manually. So I honestly just assumed there would be a tool like Paperbell out there, and I found that there wasn't a good tool. Um, and that's really how I stumbled across the idea. And I knew that coaching was a very growing industry um, that I think will, you know, continue to just get larger and larger. Yeah. You yeah, said, so, go on, Stephen. I was going to say, you, so you said earlier that like, you know, you're, you're not uh, like a technical dev founder mm -hmm. kind of person, um, but um, the companies that you started have very technical dev kind of oriented stuff as a lot of SaaS things do. Um, how, like, did you hire a dev person? How, how, how did you get into like the dev space where you were building a company that like relied on software without being a software person? I married one. So oh, smart. that's always my advice. That, that does help, doesn't it? Mary is well, maybe, maybe, helps, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Yes, not, uh. not everyone likes to work with their spouse. It does, it does uh, work well for us. But yeah, my husband, Chris, is a software developer. So he's the one who built Paperbell. He also built the whole initial version of Edgar. Awesome. That's that's cool. I like that. there's a there's a tip for you, Stephen. Uh, right, yeah. so, right. Uh, I think we're gonna go for our break, folks. It's um it's been a great interview so far. We'll be coming back in a few moments, folks. Hi there, folks. Are you looking to build modern shopping cart landing pages using the power of WooCommerce for yourself or for clients? and you want to do that quickly with little need to know about hand coding. Well, if the answer is yes, and it should be, I've got the perfect answer for you, and that's Launch Flows. 
Launch Flows is the most modern and easiest way of building modern landing shopping pages for your clients. It also works natively with Gutenberg and the leading page builders like Elementor or Divi. It's really flexible, really powerful. Are you a creative WordPress agency with a design focus? But are you looking for a great quality development partner, a technical development partner that really knows everything around WordPress and can help you with complicated build-outs? Well, I've got a fantastic solution and partner here, Hustlefish. Now, with Hasselfish, they've got many years' experience in helping design-focused agencies get superb results with very technical and complicated WordPress build-outs. If this sounds like the partner that you need, go over to hasselfish.com and book a free consultation. They'd be delighted to help you. We're coming back. Um, if you want to get the WP Tonic weekly newsletter, um, where I comment on um, the latest WordPress and SaaS um, news of the week in a tongue-in-cheek way, I think semi-entertaining, go over to the WP Tonic slash newsletter and you can sign up for that and join the tribe every week in your inbox. So, Laura, um, it's a bit of a similar question to the beginning question. You know, you started Paperbell. Um, what has it been a kind of the same path as what you commented about Meet Elga about content marketing, or has there been anything about this particular business journey that's been a little bit different that slightly surprised you? Yeah, you know, I think the reason I emphasized Edgar being in an established category is Paperbell is not an established category. It's a new category. And I do think I underestimated the difficulty of that because the way we have to market is quite different. People aren't actively looking for Paperbell. People aren't switching from another tool. They're either, you know, maybe they use just a scheduling tool Um, But they don't use something like Paperbell that manages their whole business together in one place. It's a new idea for coaches. So that means that the marketing is more challenging in a lot of ways. It's more about just getting in front of our audience. So a common path for Paperbell is that they'll find our blog post about uh, life coach website templates and then they'll opt in for our free report, and then they'll find out about Paperbell. So it's still using content marketing. It's still using SEO, but it's you know a bit of a longer process and a lot more customer education, just letting them know, you know one, that this type of software exists, much less why it would be beneficial to them and, and why they might want to use it. Yeah, sure, look. One of the things that come to me, this is, I'm interest, really interested in this, Laura, is that our major sponsor, Castos, Craig, who's the founder of the company, he, um, he's got this kind of hybrid where he uses the power of WordPress and the platform, but he's also got you, some of the um, Castos is um, a SaaS. 
So he's combined kind of WordPress with SaaS. Is that yeah. something you looked at in when you were looking at this new business? Maybe mixing the two, a SaaS with some element of being on the kind of WordPress platform? Um, I mean, I'm definitely a big WordPress fan. You know, our marketing site is on WordPress and we were always on WordPress for our marketing with Meet Edgar. But I, I didn't really consider, obviously you could do Paperbell as a kind of, you know, WordPress integration tool. And we might do some kind of WordPress integration in the future. Right now we don't have anything specific as, you know, you can embed Paperbell on your website, but we don't have it as a specific WordPress plugin, although we could, um, you know, tying into an ecosystem like that has a lot of upsides and a lot of downsides. Obviously the upside is if you're already on WordPress, which lots and lots of people are, you know, makes it even more compelling. But <clears throat> a big challenge with Meet Edgar is that we were completely beholden to our partners, right? You know, our tool was to post to Twitter, <coughs> Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. If we were to lose access to one of those, the business is kind of over, which definitely made me more gun shy about doing that kind of deep partner tie-in with the next yeah. business. Yeah, can I totally understand? But one of the attractions of WordPress is it's open source, isn't it? It's right. kind of... You know, if you were talking about some other established platform, your what your observ observation would be totally logic. Well, I'm not saying your observation around WordPress isn't logical because you strike me as a very logical person, but you, you're diminishing the risk being that it's open source. Yeah. But it's tricky, though, isn't it? I do understand. That's why I, why I like Castos because I think he's done a fantastic him and his team. Mm. have done a fantastic job of um, utilising the power of WordPress, but also at the same time build a kind of SaaS as well. And doing that's quite tricky. Over to you, Stephen. Um, with where you have like things with Paperbell right now, um, you're, you know, you ha you're kind of starting like, it, it, or it sounds like uh, you like you're, you're finding your place in your market, you're getting users, mm. you're acquiring users. Um, as you're thinking about growing, because it's, it's still a fairly young company, do you lean into like the features, like we need to add more features and that's how we get more users? Or are you leaning more into the, um, I don't know, like the SEO, like, like getting into this space and in front of the people and building those connections in the industry um, to keep growing? Yeah, I mean, I'm hard pressed to think of a business that can acquire more customers via adding more features because... How do they know about the features you added, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. That's always the big problem. And it's, it's very tempting as a software business to focus on adding features. I think because for your own thing, you always have that next vision of it in your head. So yeah. you're always a bit embarrassed by what it, like, I know how I want Paperbell to look next year. So when I look at it now, I'm like, ooh, it's like, it seems a bit shoddy to me because I have this, you know, in my imagination, how much better it can be. But yeah. A much bigger problem is all the millions of coaches who just don't know that we exist at all. Yeah. You know, it's it's very unusual that we get someone who doesn't want to use us because we're missing a feature. It can happen. Um, but, you know, most of our people who cancel, honest, for our for our market, most people who cancel, they're like, oh, I'm not really doing coaching anymore. It was something I kind of tried. Like, yeah. it's, it's very unusual that we have someone cancel because we're missing a feature. Because, yeah. like... Again, we're a huge upgrade between 
what they were doing before, which is sending a hundred emails like, okay, now I have to send you a proposal. Now I have to send you an invoice. Okay. Now I have to remember to send you the contract. I have to follow up with you again when it's time to schedule the next appointment. You know, we're, we're such a huge improvement over that, which is where most people are coming from that like whatever little feature <laughs> I think we're missing is yeah. not that big a deal. So yeah, I think you always have to focus on the kind of like awareness education side rather than sometimes of course you're you are kind of especially if you're being compared head to head with a competitor it certainly can happen that there's something that you're missing why people aren't choosing you but that's that's certainly not where we are right now yeah since since you are kind of like early in the market and you're like and you're saying like the difference between uh me Edgar was like there's tons of people everybody knew like mm -hmm. what to google this there's you're kind of like you're trying to do a lot of education um when you're thinking about content and seo stuff do you struggle with like people are just not googling the words that that they should be googling to oh, like the right words <laughs> right. Yeah. googling the right things uh, but yeah i mean that that's a huge problem because the problem for us is that they are only our market if they're a coach but you often don't type in what so if i'm a coach looking for a scheduling tool i'm usually just typing in scheduling tool you know yeah. it's a much smaller percentage that's typing in scheduling tool for coaches or scheduling tool for a relationship coach or whatever yeah. so yeah that is totally a constraint for us is that the search volume that's targeted is very small that's also made it much easier to rank it's also yeah. because it's so small it's much less competitive people aren't dying to get on page one so even being a year old we have like some solid top three yeah. spots. Um, and the way I view it is that over time, we'll just keep, we'll build up a great library of resources and then we'll keep making them better and better. Yeah. Do you go after those uh, more competitive keywords at all? Like, do you, do you say like, oh, we have to, we have to get in this because nobody knows about what to Google. So we're trying to compete with some of these, you know, Calendarly and like big dogs out there. Uh, no, but you just stay away just, from it. We try to stay just industry vertical okay. because, yeah. yeah, if we're ranking for scheduling tool, you know, I don't know what percentage, 95% of the people looking for that are not our yeah. market. So it's it's much better if we can capture its lower volume, but if we can find all the different things that coaches are looking for, if we can have a blog post that, that gets in front of them. So, Laura, I think you touched something that was really interested in, in your last reply is that WP Tonic, my own main business, is really in building education. E is focused at e-learning entrepreneurs and education establishments, building mm. learning platforms on WordPress. But as a marketing tool, as a way of, of a differential from your competitors, I think deeper learning resources that aren't, solely focus on seo is also i see a trend that people the more sophisticated marketer mm. ceo are building more educate they're becoming a kind of not only are they offering their SaaS, but they're offering free education they're becoming mm -hmm. an authority voice in that for people to find resources around their core product would you agree with that and is that something that you've been trying to do with your own SaaS product? Yeah, I would say that's something that we're building towards. You know, I, I definitely don't think we're there yet, but we do get 
a lot of feedback just for how helpful people find our blog. You know, I would love to be in a place where we have things like free video courses for, yeah, how to get more clients for your coaching business, how, you know, all these kind of core topics around Mm -hmm. the business, because that's kind of our specialty, right? There's a lot of organizations that teach you the skill of coaching, of working, you know, with a client one-on-one, our expertise is how do you have a coaching business? And I absolutely foresee a future where we could be the best resource out there with lots of amazing free resources on how do you create a really great coaching business. But it's not easy, isn't it? That's a big investment if you're going to do it mm-hmm. the right way. So, so is that something that's really on top of your list or is it like one of those I mean, I think we're medium... Kind of for now we're still working through all the SEO topics, you know, because for now we still have a list of like things that people are looking for that we can write an article about and that we can rank for. So I think we will, and, you know, continue to slowly move up in the rankings and then in the future, maybe investing more resources to create, yeah, a great video course, for example, that's on YouTube. Um, You know, we're a bootstrap business. So the more as we raise our, monthly reoccurring revenue every month, the more we have to invest in projects like this. Right. I think we're going to end the podcast part of the show. Laura's agreed to stay on for another 10, 15 minutes. You can you can watch the whole of the this interview on the WP Tonic YouTube channel, plus the bonus content. Um, going to be asking Laura some more questions. Going to ask, be also asking her about being part of the Tiny Seed team. What's that been like? Rob's a, a friend of the show. He regularly comes on and him and his wife are fantastic people. I'm um, going to be asking Laura a bit about that. Um, so, Laura, what's the best way for people to find out more about you, your great company, and um, some of the great insights that you shared during the podcast? Yeah, so my company is Paperbell, P-A-P-E-R, Bell, B-E-L-L.com. And you can find me on Twitter at LKR is a good place to find me. And I just, the name's easy. I, I've got a bit about these very complicated names for businesses, you know, uh, um, that's a nice, easy one. Um, Stephen, how can people find out more about you and what you're up to? Yeah, head over to hustlefish.com. That's great. And... We'll be back next week with another great interview. Do remember to go over to the WP Tonic YouTube channel to watch the rest of this interview. We'll see you next week, folks. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to the WP Tonic Podcast, the podcast that gives you a dose of WordPress medicine twice a week. 